Good evening. I do have a few brief remarks uh, to make this evening. I first want to, um, first of all, express the condolences, um, um, our thoughts and prayers from Andre and I to the family of uh, Bob Dole on his passing yesterday. Um, Senator Dole um, was a true legend in our nation, and he um, he is one of the last of the greatest generation. Um, just thinking about, it's kind of ironic. Uh, it was just three years to the to the date uh, of President Bush's funeral um, there in D.C. Uh, that Senator Dole passed away. And again, uh, Andre and I do send our condolences uh, to the Dole family. Um, I anticipate there will be a uh, announcement of funeral plans. I don't have any announcement of that of those plans this evening, but I'm sure that'll be forthcoming uh, from the Dole family in the coming days. I do want to talk about a couple issues tonight. One that I think um, really is a positive uh, step in our situation uh, on a crisis on the border, and that's the administration's uh, plans to reinstate the Remain in Mexico plan. There are a lot of things that I disagree with with the current administration, but what's going on with their border policy. Uh, and I've said time and time again, that policy has been wrong from the very beginning, from the very first hour, from the very first minute of the administration, the border policy has been flawed. But I have to say that I am pleased to see uh, that this administration is going to reinstate the remain in Mexico policy. I think it's very much important, an important thing for our southernmost border and a first step to try to resecure re our border. Like I've said numerous times, um, this administration, when they came in office, the president didn't have to do a single thing. He could have sat there and not done a single thing on January the 20th. But in just those first few hours, he set in motion things that at the time seemed irreversible. And uh, while this Remain Mexico policy, uh, it's a major step in the right direction, it's the first step toward securing our border. I am encouraging the administration to continue to review the border situation. I'm encouraging the administration to continue to take action on the border situation. And furthermore, I encourage our president to go down to the border and see for himself the situation that is occurring on our southernmost border. Um, as your president, I've already would have been down there. Uh, the borders in our country's security is first and foremost, it's would be not my number one priority as your president. And I would already have made one, possibly two trips to the border to check on the uh, status down there. It's something that needs to be addressed and addressed immediately. I do want to address um, an item um, that's been in use lately, and that has been um, the, the situation in Ukraine. Um, 
tomorrow, the president and President Putin will be having a video conference call um, to discuss the situation in Ukraine. I think it's an important call. I think it's an important uh, dialogue that our two leaders must have. And I think this dialogue is important. I think it, I think it uh, will give both leaders time to sit down and discuss this issue. Um, and like I've said before, I said this last week, um, I'm also for a one-on-one meeting. And as your president, I would, I would push for a one-on-one meeting between now and the end of the year, the end of the year, if not at the end of the year, the first of next year. Uh, there's time to do that. And like I said, I like to have that meeting. Again, if I was your president, I like to have that meeting on my home turf in Texas. And I think uh, that would be a step in the right direction and uh, trying to uh, uh, stop a situation that can get worse um, very easily. So I want to make sure, uh, uh, I would want to make sure as president that 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 uh, does happen, and I would work strongly to have a one-on-one meeting. I know a video conference call uh, is the best expedient way to handle handle issues, but also a one-on-one meeting. And I know there was one back back in the summer, but a one-on-one meeting, um, I think face-to-face, sitting down one-on-one, uh, is important to to try to to alleviate the uh, the stress between our two nations and and try to see a peaceful resolution to this. I want to talk about um, also um, the Beijing the Beijing Olympics. Uh, there are reports uh, that the administration uh, is planning to have a, dip, a diplomatic boycott of the, of the Beijing Olympics. I do strongly back that. Uh, I believe uh, that the numerous human rights violations uh, that the current regime in China has um, done over the last years, uh, they need to be held accountable for that. And I think a boycott by the diplomatic, uh, our diplomatic corps, our, our diplomats uh, from the U.S. to the Olympics is appropriate. Usually uh, when there is Olympics, uh, usually the head of state, a president, would go to the opening and closing ceremonies, and even during the games, there would be a delegation of officials, uh, be it the president, vice president, secretary of state, uh, whoever. Uh, they would go and attend those games. Um, it appears as if this administration is not going to send that diplomatic uh, team to the Olympics, and I strongly uh, back the administration on this. Um, on the athlete side, um, I think we need to still look at that. We have a little bit of time to look at that. Um, the one thing this would do, I think, would be, if you recall back in 1980, when we boycotted the Moscow Olympics, there was a boycott of the U.S. Olympics and vice versa and so on and so on. Uh, I think this would be started the same thing that if 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 the U.S. boycotted um, the Beijing Olympics, there would be a boycott of the L.A. Olympics and so on and so on. Um, like I said, I haven't formed uh, a position on that as of yet. Um, 
I am a firm believer in a diplomatic uh, team not going to the Olympics, um, but I haven't quite decided um, on the uh, the athletes. Uh, that's a little bit of a different situation, but uh, um, I will I will be um, announcing what I would do uh, in the coming days uh, if I was your president. I would, I would announce what I, what my decision would be uh, concerning the athletes at the Olympics. Um, I do also want to talk about the job numbers that came out last week. Uh, now, I have long talked about a goal of three percent unemployment uh, between between it was between the very beginning of the year. I, I believe I set set this goal back in early uh, late winter, early spring that I said the nation could be at a 3% unemployment rate by the end of the year. We are right at that point. We're 1.6% away. We're very close. Now, I know by saying that, um, it's kind of given the, it's kind of given the wrong impression. Um, I'm not, I'm not satisfied with the jobs report totally. Am I satisfied with the unemployment numbers? Yes, I am. They're trending down the way they need to be, but the job numbers are not where they need to be. Again, I've said this so many, many times um, over the course of this year. It is time for us to go to work, back to work. Um, there are 10.1, 10.2 million jobs available in our country. And um, one thing that we have to learn to live with is this virus. I know it's kind of harsh to say, and I know some people don't really want to hear that, but we have learned to live with the flu. We have learned to live with other ailments. It's time that we learn to live with this pandemic or with COVID, and let's let's move on. Let's get our economy back up to 100% the way it was pre-pandemic, and let's get our economy back in shape. Let's get our let's get people back to work. And my fellow Americans, we can continue. We can continue to live um, a normal life. Um, and I said this is a few months ago as well. Um, I think it's time for us to end the mandates. Um, just today, I heard of a mandate of uh, all all civil employees or non-civil employees, but all employees in New York City uh, coming up at the end of the year. It's time for this to end. It's time for this to end. Um, I've said this time and time again, the boycott, or I'm sorry, the man, the mandates were put in place at a time when they had to be. We had a pandemic that was in its early days. We had a virus we knew very little about. And so the safest thing to do was to have these lockdowns. These lockdowns. The safest thing to do was to have these mandates, but we're going on into two years into this. 
we've got a vaccine, we've got shots in arms, we got boosters. It's now time to stop that. It's now time to stop the mandates and let's get back to living. And I do believe that if we do that, we'll see these numbers go down even further. Um, I plan on delivering my version of the State of the Union next year, early next year. And when I do that, I'm going to set another um, goal for our nation, which I think is achievable. My friends, I truly believe in our nation, in our country. I dearly love our nation and our country. And there's nothing much, there's nothing more than I, I want than us to be successful, for us to be the, the strong nation that, that we were 20 years ago. I often talk about Ronald Reagan, and uh, he often talked about the shining city on the hill. We can once again be that shining city on the hill that Reagan talks about. Uh, and by doing, by, doing the, by doing the things I've talked about over the last eight, ten months, by, by putting those things in action, we can very easily become that shining city on a hill. Thank you all very much.